Welcome back to CD Spills the Tea. Um, yes, my camp, aka Ham, and some of you, um, we really just decided that there's so many things going on, there's so much content that's firing, and one episode a week just isn't really going to cut it for me. Um, so yeah, yes, I decided when I get famous enough, I will have a camp. Um, right now, my camp is Ham, and he fully agreed that I should do another one, um, just because Monday things were flying, and then, of course, I have pages of notes since then, so we're going to call this, like, the end of the week update or something like that. Those were his words. Before we jump in, uh, we need to talk about a few things that have been going on in the world. Um, as you guys probably have all heard, there was a horrific shooting in Boulder, Colorado on Monday afternoon, um, 10 dead at a King Supers. Um, just people going to the grocery store and someone showed up with a, um, you know, massive weapon and we lost a lot of lives. So we are thinking about everyone in Boulder, anyone affected, anyone that knows anyone. Um, obviously all of the employees at King Super, the entire community of Boulder is obviously all in our thoughts and prayers. Unfortunately, thoughts and prayers aren't going to be enough. Um, we need new policies, we need reform, we need serious change, right? Um, none of us should be worried about going out to the grocery store to pick up a gallon of milk and have that happen to them. Um, I'm horrified by it. It's obviously impacted me just because of the Boulder community. Um, but we need to be active about it. We need to be writing letters to our senators. We need to take charge because this isn't okay. So I just want to go ahead and put that out there. Um, if you're in Boulder, if you went to Boulder, I'm thinking about you, anyone in Colorado, um, a horrific time for our state right now. So also need to, on a lighter note, need to um, shout out three of my best friends, Costin Kelly and Madison. They all received job offers um, within the last week or so, and we need to give a huge congrats to them. Applying, interviewing blows, right? It's never an easy process, but when you get that offer letter, it's such a good feeling. And I want to say a huge congrats to those three because I know what it's like and I'm really proud of all of you. Um, congratulations on the new job and a new chapter. Also, need to just give a shout out to my personal lifeline, um, my space heater. <laughs> our heat ran out, not ran out, our heat had a little error this weekend during yet another snowstorm. Um, and so we had the HVAC guys here, and luckily it's all fixed. Our landlords are, are really chill about it. Um, obviously, we're good tenants. But space heaters literally saved Ham and I's life for the weekend. Um, that heat number three, the, that third setting really kicks into gear, and it's my lifeline. I don't know what I would do without my space heater. Honestly, my Uggs, too. Um, but just shout out to things that keep keep my life rolling. You know what I mean? All right. So let's jump into some pop culture because a lot has gone down um, in the past week. I want to go ahead and just start um, with the fact that Jamie Foxx is set to play Mike Tyson in a limited series produced by Martin Scorsese. Um, it just got announced. Jamie Foxx is, of course, going to be an iconic Mike Tyson in this role. We don't really have any other details. We know it's going to, you know, come later this year, maybe even early 2022. Um, but it was just announced and we're really excited about that. Let's see what else has gone down. Um, Rumor is, and it's it's confirmed, but there's still, of course, rumors flying around there, that Pete Davidson is actually dating the main girl from Bridgerton. Her name is Phoebe, and I'm going to butcher her last name, Devener, something like that. Um, of course, if you watch Bridgerton, you know she is like the sweetest, most delicate looking 
young lady of all time. She has that pale skin um, and that like strawberry hair. Anyway, uh, Pete Davidson is reportedly dating her. They're both been in London um, for the lockdown, of course. And London is on a whole nother level of lockdown over there. But they've been spotted around and are apparently dating. And I would like to talk to Phoebe because I don't think that Pete's a good influence on her. Obviously, I only know her from Bridgerton, but she needs to be with the Duke or someone that's going to value her. And obviously, we know Pete Davidson's track record and what he's capable of. So I just thought that was an interesting new couple uh, couple pairing, I guess. Um, Brad and Angelina are, you know, legally divorced, but they're still ongoing their huge custody battle. Um, it just came out that Angie's camp, again, we love the camps, right? Angie's camp leaked that she is actually going to testify herself against Brad. And then she also is threatening to have all of her kids testify against Brad. Um, of course, we know that their divorce kind of spiraled after the whole plane incident with the oldest uh, son, Maddox. And I just... You know, I'm always going to be a Brad Pitt fan. I'm always going to be on the Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt side. I will never, never, ever um, be a fan of, of Brad and Angelina. I just think she's bad juju. Back to all of these things that we've been talking about, about when she, like, makes out with her brother and wears all the blood around her neck. Like, she just, she's not the kind of energy Brad needs. And she's not the kind of energy that, honestly, these kids need full time. I think that they should, well... I shouldn't speak for the kids. Who knows what their dynamic is? But I know that at one point when they were married um, and they were all living under one roof, Brad was with the kids a lot. So I have to assume that there's a pretty good relationship, at least with some of them. You know, there's like seven or eight kids in in their extended family now. But really feel bad for Brad and hope that he can at least, um, you know, remain in the lives of his own children. Okay, so... This story was, I saw it a lot of places and I've seen a lot of clarifications since then, um, but Anna de Armas was spotted wearing a necklace with half a heart, like those necklaces you get at Claire's that say like best friends or like in a relationship or whatever. Um, it's the squiggly heart line situation. So she had half of the heart on um, and there was a picture that came out that Ben Affleck was spotted wearing the other half of the heart. So obviously everyone was going crazy, like, oh my gosh, are they back together? What's the deal? Um, she quickly addressed it on her Instagram and posted the picture of that necklace and then just said, nope, 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 with like all those sticker emojis around it. So she quickly um, declined that allegation. But now it's coming out that those pictures were actually from last year um, and the necklace that Anna actually had was with her friend um her friend and she and her friend got the necklaces from claire's and she let ben wear a half of it i'm not sure if i believe it um not that i don't believe that they aren't together and just like why would you be like here wear my half of a broken heart necklace to your boyfriend hamlin be like why would i ever do that so interesting thoughts no they're not back together um this story is just you know of course, it has the Hadids in it, so it's always going to be special to me. But um, Bella Hadid posted an Instagram. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday night. Um, it, the, she posted it initially with the first slide being an infrared um, camera situation, right? If you know anything about me, my dad used to be the general manager at FLIR, um, who is the, the number one infrared cameras in the world, right? Um, they helped find the Boston bomber. That was my dad. Um, so... Bella Hadid posts, you know, like a slideshow of photos um, 
there's like six pics and the you know five pictures after the the flare infrared are about a dress and the caption is like had to show you the dress at every angle not sure why she included the flare infrared camera view but we love that love the attention my dad's retired now but he still obviously wants flare to be doing well um so big big news for our family exciting that she was posting that and of course she's from santa barbara so we got a little local legend action in there um but really cool so shout out to my dad what else is going on? Okay, so um, we've I, we might have dabbled on this. We might have not. Um, I, honestly, there's so many things that I want to talk about that I forget if I've covered it or not. So just want to go ahead and say apologies if I repeat myself or if the stories sound repetitive. Feedback is always welcomed on that um, because really it's just me and the notes in my phone that I take them down throughout the week. With that being said, uh, Chrissy Teigen and Chris Jenner are launching a safe, clean product line. It's going to be called Safely. Um, the teasers have kind of been out on Instagram. I posted one of, of uh, Chrissy and Chris Jenner debating on what the name was going to be called. Hilarious. Um, it's going to be called Safely. Chris had a really great interview with uh, Wall Street Journal that I'll get into in the Kardashian section. But in there, she basically said that uh, Courtney's been bothering her for years about all the products in her house and, you know, how bad they are for the environment. And Chrissy Teigen is like, well, I'm in the kitchen all the time. I'm always cleaning shit. So we should team up and do this. And of course, if there's anyone you would want to partner with to um, start a business or start a line of any sort, it's Chris Jenner. Maybe that's a personal opinion, but why wouldn't she go to Chris? So that is about to launch. Um, I think the what's it called? The influencer um, packages are arriving soon. So we're seeing some pictures of that and it's like six products look clean and sleek. And so that's their next adventure. Um, I know I did this out of order, but a little sports news just because, you know, March Madness is still going on. We're still, still in front of the TVs. Yes. Uh, Ham moved our second TV out here. So we're watching two games at a time. Um, unfortunately, Colorado took a huge L on Monday night against Florida state. Um, we didn't show up. We didn't look good. Our heads weren't in the game. Um, you know, obviously it happened right after the shooting in Boulder. So I have to assume that, um, our team's head wasn't in the game, right? I don't know how you could go on and, and try and give your all after that happens to your town, but, uh, Colorado's out and the rest of the PAC 12 is still advancing. So we're still stoked on the PAC 12 tonight. I actually just found this out, which is epic news. Um, tonight there's a new documentary premiering on HBO max and it's called day sports stood still. So it's going to be about, um, when COVID hit, of course, in 2021, a year ago, um, and how it's affected sports and the teams and the leagues and all of that players. Um, very excited. We love a new sports doc. We love when it just like pops up on our radar and, you know, tonight's Wednesday, we have nothing to watch. So boom, HBO max it is so stoked on that. Okay, quick bravo. Um, Bethany Frankel finalizes her divorce after eight years of separation to her former husband, Jason. Um, we know that they've had a, a long divorce as well, um, but it's funny, finally finalized. It's all over the news, and now she's flaunting her new engagement ring from her boyfriend, now fiancé, Paul. Um, we saw the ring in a few pictures a few weeks ago, and everyone was like, what's going on? Now it makes sense. The papers are finalized. And Bethany was single for a minute, and now she's re-engaged. And we love Bethany. So go, Beth. Um, all right, let's dive into a little uh, Kardashian. And then I got just a few Bachelor thoughts. Um, so, no, there's not a new episode. It's going to be on Thursday night. So, of course, we'll recap that next week. However, um, randomly, Kim went to a Demi Lovato concert on Monday night. Um, 
didn't know they were friends. I feel like the Kardashians randomly support artists that you're like, wait, what? Like they're really good friends with Sia and they talk about her so casually. So um, when Kim was posting about Demi Lovato, I was like, interesting. What's the what's the real tea on that? What's the link, right? Um, her caption on the, the Instagram videos were my baby girl, which was like, oh, intimate with Demi, right? And then afterwards, after the performance, she posted a, a selfie with Demi that was like, love you. And then of course, Demi reposted and was like, I love you the most. Thanks for coming. So um, really intrigued on that relationship, friendship, why Kim was at that concert. I feel like Kim, of course, doesn't have that much time. So like, why are we squeezing Demi in? Um, just curious about what's going to come in that friendship and if they're partnering or, or what's coming next. So wanted to call that out. Okay. And then of course the interview with uh, Chris and the wall street journal. Um, honestly, my main takeaway of this is that, uh, she has her own skin line, skincare line already formulated. Um, she's trademarked Chris Jenner skin, Chris Jenner beauty and Chris Jenner skincare, um, recently, which is like iconic that you can just trademark shit that's not already out, but good for her. I mean, of course she's going to do that, right? She's going to make sure that all her bases are covered. Um, if you start Googling the Kardashian trademarks, they own everything you could imagine. I'm pretty sure Kylie owns like Kylie face, even just like random stuff like that. But, um, Chris essentially said that she has been formulating the skincare line for years. She finally got it to exactly what she was looking for. Packaging, everything is all taken care of. Um, she's just waiting for the right time to go ahead and release it. Again, would love to know like Chris Jenner's PR schedule and when she thinks it's an appropriate time to release things. It's like if this has been formulated for years and it's just sitting around, like, are you just letting your daughter steal the show? Or are you waiting for a specific time on the calendar? Is it going to be when you launch Hulu and your new show there, right? There's so many questions about like what Chris Jenner's ideal timeline is to release this. Um, and I'm very curious about it. So here we are on March 24th of 2021 and you heard about Chris Jenner's line. We will see how long it takes for it to actually come out. Okay. And then lastly, just a few, uh, few things on The Bachelor. Of course, I keep saying that we're done, but you know, news happens all the time and we have some new um, shows filming or about to film. So info's rolling in. Um, it was confirmed that Bachelor in Paradise is set to air on August 7th. I know that sounds like so far away, but I'm sure it's going to be here before we know it. Um, yes, we do have Katie's season, of course, before Bachelor in Paradise, but that is officially on the calendars. And we've officially confirmed that Dr. Joe is going to be on the show. Um, Dr. Joe was on the season of Claire slash Tasha. Claire obviously didn't give him the time of day, and he was the sweetest man alive to Tasha. Um, he was gone too soon. And yes, Dr. Joe is making headlines. So he's already confirmed on the show. I'm honestly hoping that since he's confirmed, more gals will be like, oh my God, Dr. Joe, we should absolutely go ahead and, and get on the show. Also, side note, my mom and I have this theory that like, have you ever met a mean Joe, obviously that's my brother's name, and he's the kindest soul on planet Earth. But have you met a have you ever met a Joe that you didn't like? And if you have, please follow up and let me know because my family is like standing very firm behind this. That like, have you met a Joe that you didn't like? I can't even think of one. Um, Ham has a friend on his team named Joe, and we love him. Um, I used to work with a guy named Joe who's great. Like, we th there's just not bad Joes out there, and if there are, please holler. Okay, back to the Bachelor. Um, Brie and Rachel Lindsay met up in LA the other night. Um, broke Bachelor headlines, of course, because these are two major 
queens of the franchise. Um, they got together, they posted a pic, they were matching in these like leather pants with combat boots, super cute. They're both stunning, of course, but very interested to see what's going to come of that friendship or what they were planning. Maybe it was just a chit chat. Um, but coincidentally enough, Brie's actually in Houston now, and that is where, um, Rachel Lindsay and her husband, Brian Abbasado live. Actually, they might be in Dallas, but she's in Houston, um, and wondering what's going on there. So eyes on Brie for sure. After she, of course, said she's not going on Bachelor in Paradise. Don't blame her. She's above and beyond. Um, and then the last thing is that Chris Harrison has hired a high-profile lawyer. Um, his name is Brian J. Friedman um, to protect him against a scandal. Brian Friedman's reputation is best known for, um, he worked with Gabrielle Union when she was fired after she was on America's Got Talent. Um, I didn't know this, but apparently there were some heavy racial claims against her. So she hired Brian Friedman to back her up um, and make sure that she got out of there, out of the weeds. And obviously we haven't heard anything since then. So he did a killer job for Gabrielle. Um, also love Gabrielle and Dwayne Wade, love their relationship, killer, killer people. But interesting that Chris Harrison hired this high profile lawyer. He obviously is desperate for his job back, um, but interested to see like what's gonna come of this. Still firmly believe that Emmanuel Acho deserves the position. Um, but thought that was very interesting that Chris Harrison has a lawyer. So just wanted to go ahead and put that all out there. Um, I know there is like a lot of scandals going on with that David Dobrik guy. I don't pay attention. That is just like too far down the rabbit hole for me, to be honest. The whole YouTube TikTok scandal thing is just like a little beyond. So I apologize if you were looking for that tea because I don't have it. Um, that's what I got for today. I appreciate this like end of week recap as Ham's calling it. Um, if you guys have any other questions, shows for me to be watching, please let me know. We did have Temptation Island on last night, which was an incredible episode. They're finally kind of cracking into the couples. Um, it's on USA. It's on Hulu. You can go ahead and watch. Also, of course, Summer House is just getting better and better by the week. Um, was texting Emma and JJ today, and they're both watching Summer House, or JJ's about to start watching Summer House. Please join them. Such great reality TV content. Um, and it's not even like, I'm going to say it's not even that, that like, it's so bad that your brain fries, because I'm sure my dad would fully say that Summer, summer House is frying my brain. However, um, it's not as catty as The Bachelor. It's not as, like, dumb shit, right? You're actually, like, getting to know these people and, and their lives and what they do on the weekends and weekdays and work and all that. So just a very great show all around. Just wanted to go ahead and call that out again. So Temptation Island, Summer House, that's what we're watching. Um, of course, Kardashians on Thursdays. And then Lisa Vanderpump actually had her new show, that overserved show. Um, Ham and I watched the first episode and it was so underwhelming. I don't know if Lisa, like, of course she had Vanderpump rules and could have the whole cast to carry her, but it's really just she and Ken at Villa Rosa, her house, hosting people over for dinner. Um, the first episode was Vivica A. Fox and Lance Bass, and it was really dry. Um, wasn't that engaging? Obviously have not watched the second episode just because Oh, maybe, maybe because it's going to air tomorrow night and that's why, um, but definitely didn't feel anything towards that. So that's definitely not a much must watch if you need to like cross some things off, off on your agenda, um, put over served at the very bottom. Also, we, um, are about to finish mortgage and marriage on Netflix and I'm so sad. I hope they're coming back for a second season because it's a really great show and just like starts a lot of conversations and it's very interesting to see what people like and dislike and are looking for in their weddings and whatnot. Um, last night's episode, this couple had five grand to spend, literally five grand, right? They settled on ice sculpture and Ham and I looked at each other like, what 
in the world. Why are you wasting your money on an ice sculpture? Someone please explain that to me. And if you had an ice sculpture at your wedding, I don't mean that in an offensive way at all. I just don't understand when you have a limited budget, how that could be at the top. They also settled for a donut wall, which I approved of because I love donuts more than anything. Okay, now I'm really just babbling about things that I'm watching and things that I'm liking. So appreciate you guys tuning in and I'll see you next week on Sadie Spills the Tea.